Ladies and gentlemen, now this is a story all about how my life got flipped and upside down, but this is the Fred the Alien Productions podcast. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> no, we don't talk about Bruno. That's, True. That's, that's what we... Or Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club. Cue mm, mm, mm. the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. And we're live. And we're live. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I am. What was that? <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about it. Mm, I'm Michael Lister. Mm, and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of 4D where everything feels real. Feels feelings. Everybody hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no. uh, yes, we'll get to that shortly. Um, but welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for joining us, as always. Any new viewers, our listeners, hello. Thank you for being here. Um, starting the show, uh, of course, we must again... Again, keep up this tradition that I hate very much. Fulia is not here again. The, well, you, ha you hate the fact that she's not here, or she you hate the fact that you have to uh, divulge what she wrote for us? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I, I just hate the fact that she's she's not here because it's, it's, you know, she's part of the team. Yes. Oh, Contressa. So, so we miss we miss her. Um, but she's off playing hockey again, so um, kicking ass as usual. Kicking ice. Kicking some ice. Kicking some ice. But um, getting into the weekly watchings, uh, let's just dive in to the show. Um, Folia gave us a nice juicy paragraph for me to read out, which is exciting. So basically, Folia says, um, this week hasn't been too exciting. I'm continuing my watch of Sword Art Online, and I have finished Everybody Loves Raymond. Wow. Mm. That finale episode made me cry. Um, oh. The one new thing I did watch this week was the first five episodes of How I Met Your Father on Disney+. Plus. Oh. Mm. Kim Cattrall is the mother who is narrating from 2050. And Hilary Duff is playing her younger self in 2022. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Lots of relatable things happen, and so far, I'm enjoying it. It is making me feel a little depressed, however, because she's, be uh, she's been going on Tinder dates and, d and just dating in general. That is where the relatability stops for me, sadly. But it is still a good show and has some good comedic moments. Oh, Fulia, I'm with you there. I'm with you. You know, we're single girls for life. Um, as am I. As a, as a, uh, yes, no. Well, <laughs> yes, things. I can be a single girl if I like. She can be a single girl if you want, yes, yes. B 
But it's okay. It's okay, Fulia. Everything's okay. I love you. I hug you. I miss you. Um, yeah, so I'm glad you're enjoying that show. Uh, I have been curious to hear people's thoughts on it, considering, you know, it's a spin-off of, you know, a well-loved uh, sitcom that apparently didn't end very well. Hmm. Um, I stopped watching it before it got to that point. But um, nevertheless, um, yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, Mike. Hello. Hello. Um, what have you been watching this week? Well, not that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> How I Met My Father. Well, you know, <laughs> bit tricky. Um, yeah, well, my weekly watchings is basically my slew of series that I've been watching. I've uh, been still tackling the um, the Rebels. Uh, uh, it's been it's getting up to the good bit, and I'm getting up to the getting up to the bit where where um, Darth Maul faces Obi Wan Kenobi. So I can't wait can't wait for that bit. Nice. Because I'm getting ready for Obi-Wan Kenobi that may pop up soon in the nerdy news. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Uh, oh, it is because I've got the rap sheet right here. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. That. I've uh, been watching Futurama. I've uh, been enjoying that because uh, it's like one of the, one of the only... Um, that and Rebels is probably the only ones that I can watch during the day with the kids. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, other other things are a bit, bit too, you know, a bit, bit too rude and and suggestive. And yeah, with that, I've also been watching, uh, trying to finish watching uh, uh, the Our Flag Means Death, and liking it really so far. Um, uh, of course, not up there with um, uh, what we do in the shadows, uh, because that's a completely different beast. Uh, but. Uh, this one uh, is really good, and and it, it's good representation in a weird way, because it de- deals with stuff that, um, uh, yeah, it's about it's about friendship, it's about it's about, um, uh, yeah, mostly about about friendship and where where you sit in in the in the world, and especially where this takes place dur- during uh, of its time, but can also be related to our time uh, now nowadays which is good um otherwise that's it basically uh, i have i've really watched much outside of that but with movies i have watched um uh morbius and mm-hmm. we'll get into that later uh, mm-hmm. But I also started to rewatch uh, the Fantastic Beast series. I've oh, cool! I've watched the first one because mm-hmm. I haven't really watched them since the cinema. And yeah, my uh, and the first one, yeah, it's okay. It's still I still have my same grievances that I that I've have that it didn't really. It, I, I wasn't really sure what movie it wanted to be. And it, and it sort of continues on with the with the next instalment as well. Yeah. Of where should we, our focus be? Should it be with Newt Scamander, even though the 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 font of Fantastic Beasts is getting smaller and smaller and smaller? It's just <laughs> tiny. It's tiny. It's, like, it's it's. What do you want to be? Yeah, it's just comical at this point, really. And also, she who should not be named can't screenwrite at all. Interesting. 
like like the first two are hers. Uh, that's why I'm probably more interested in the third one because it's actually been done by Steve Clovis, who also, ah where where which is like what the original Harry Potters were. Yeah, so, so he, he wrote he wrote the screenplays for Harry Potter yeah. movies, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like a screenplay screenplay based on what she did for yeah. Secrets of Dumbledore, but okay. It's been recontextualized with Steve Clovis, which is good because he knows what he's doing. So, yeah, there's there's only certain authors that can that can do that. I mean, Neil mm. Gaiman is probably one of them, uh, and and probably uh, uh, Stephen King at a point. But you have a look at uh, that um, possessed truck movie. Which is solely his. He he wrote the script and he directed it. And oh really? Yeah. And I thought stick to novels, please. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's basically what I've been watching. What have you been watching, Kendall? Well, um yes, I have been watching a bunch of stuff. Uh, similar to you, Mike, just keeping up with my weekly TV shows that I'm watching, so um, Killing Eve, The Dropout, We Crashed are all going strong at the moment. Um, I did start watching a new series this week uh, called The Girl from Plainville, Um, and this is another based on a true story (laughs) (laughs) miniseries. It's becoming hilarious how many of them are. I'm losing count. Um, but I love it. It's fine. I, I'm eating it up. Um, so this one is starring Elle Fanning, uh, and in, like, in, in just like an incredible performance from her, she's playing this, uh, girl named Michelle Carter, who, uh, is in her late teens and, um, her boyfriend, quote unquote, uh, kills himself and, um, yes. And, um, I think the story goes because I haven't pe- I haven't seen the real world story of it. I, I'm going in pre- kind of blind, but I think that what this, the show is hinting at is that she's going to be accused of some form of murder or manslaughter because she convinced him to do it. Um, oh, yeah. So it seems to be some kind of it's a psychological true crime drama um, about this girl who is just not with it in the head. Um, yeah. And, I think I've yeah. heard about this story. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm very, very keen to see where it goes and how it ends up, but I'm enjoying uh, Elle Fanning's p- portrayal of Michelle Carter. It's very, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. I won't um, spoil it for you then. Yeah. Look, I have a feeling I know where it's going, so, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then, yeah, of course, I, I also watched Morbius. So um, Mike and I are going to discuss that with some spoilers. No fallen. In qu- yeah, no fallen uh, in a quickie review later on. So have that to look forward to as well. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it from me, my weekly watchings. Cool. Uh, cool. Cool. Which means now it must be time, of course, to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. Hey, 
This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, take it away, I shall. Take it away, I shall. All right, nerdy news time. Here we go. Uh, of course. First thing we have to talk about this week. <laughs> Good thing Fully is not here. Good thing Fully is not here. Um, the Oscars happened this week. I don't know if anyone noticed, but the Oscars happened. Um, um, and yeah, things things went down. Um, so just to get the big story, of course, out of the way first... Um, I was watching it live on Monday with my friends and all of a sudden <laughs> something happened that uh, we couldn't have predicted um, and we were just in shock. So I don't need to tell everyone what it was, but obviously Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars. Pretty hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then said the now, uh, some people are probably calling it an iconic phrase. I'm sure, but um, get your get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And the way he said that really made me react badly. <laughs> that because because up until that point we were like, okay, maybe it's maybe it's a stunt. It didn't look too super serious and then as soon as he said that and like the way he yelled it I was like oh okay cool and then of course for some reason here in Australia we actually got the whole thing live Uh, in America they managed apparently they managed to censor it they managed to cut away before Will actually swore yeah they made it silent they made yeah so because I think that because I think they may have a dump button and I think they did it when Chris said um, Will Smith smacked the Slap. shit out of me. Yeah. So they couldn't yeah. hear the shit. And yeah. they just kept on dumping it. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we don't want anyone hearing this. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then it was the most awkward thing in the world because, um, you know, poor Chris Rock had to then go on and announce the nominees for Best Documentary Feature, which was won by Questlove for Summer of Soul, um, which was fantastic. And mid-speech... Mid-speech, Channel 7 decided to cut to black and go to an ad break. And I was like, what the, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck just happened? It was so, it was so bizarre. Someone Um, was asleep at the station. Yeah, I think so. Wait, what the fuck happened? Shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's just, you know, the guy's just crying about his family and not being with him to celebrate his Oscar win. But let's just go to an ad break. Sure. Let's check in with Bunnings. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> anyway, so, yes, uh, that happened um, because, yes, Chris Rock uh, made an unfortunate joke about uh, Will's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and her um, alopecia uh, that she has. Uh, whether or not Chris Rock knew about it, and that is up to the debate. That is up for debate um, because it is in the public domain that she has been suffering from alopecia for the past couple of years. Um, however, I'm also kind of weirdly 
I feel weird about Will Smith in with in this because literally the camera cuts to him as cuts to both of them just as Chris Rock has told the joke and Will is laughing. Will is laughing and it's not until he turns and sees his wife's face which is definitely not impressed that he then gets up and and you know does the very regrettable action of assaulting a person. Mm. Um live. so live in, in front, front of, of the world millions of people. Millions and millions and millions of people. Um yeah. And then, of course, he went on to win his Oscar for King Richard. And look, it he deserved to win it just based on his performance. But the way the Academy handled it, and we all know, they just did not hand it very well. Um, I mean, they asked apparently they asked him to leave and he refused. So, but they didn't they didn't do anything about it, and they're not going to be taking away his Oscar. Um, he's going to be keeping that, uh, as far as we can tell, um, during the week, there's the story has been changing and developing in so many different ways. Um, but at, at the time of recording, the most recent update is that, um, despite the fact that the Academy was in, uh, had begun an investigation into the consequences, consequences for Will's actions, uh, Will Smith has actually, uh, resigned from the academy good uh so yeah a noble decision um yeah um i mean look say what you will about will smith's acceptance speech i mean he he did apologize to the academy in that he should have apologized chris rock in that speech he didn't that was that was disappointing um but you know he has apologized to chris on social media since, and Chris has also apologized to Will and Jada. So there's some resolution around that, but Mm. then of course, you know, people are taking sides, uh, as people are want to do. And, um, yeah, but now basically, Oh, thanks Siri. Um, I don't (laughs) understand either. Um, (laughs) um, but yes, uh, the Academy were investigating it and Will's just decided to, yeah, look, I'm just going to step down. So it's not a heavy, uh, consequence to be removed from the Academy, really, because as I said, they're they're letting him keep his Oscar. Um, it's basically just just means that he can no longer participate in any Academy related anything. So um, he can't vote for the uh, for the Oscars anymore. He will never be able to be nominated again for another Oscar, um, and he can no longer attend any Academy, uh, related events in Hollywood or wherever. Um, so yeah, so he's fully ostracized from the Academy stuff, but that doesn't remove him from the sphere of Hollywood. But there were talks just today of, uh, Netflix apparently withdrawing interest in a film that they were about to produce together. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah. Um, well, that's been in trouble for a while because uh, David Lynch dropped out as director and they were trying to find a director for uh, it. okay, yeah. And, and so they thought, you know, fuck it. We'll just we'll just cancel the whole thing. So now there's just like, yeah, it's just, it's just going to be a bit too difficult to put on. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, um, those are my thoughts around the Will and Chris incident mike uh, before before i actually go into 
the award winners and focus on the film like we should be focusing on um, <laughs> <laughs> um do you have any thoughts or or any any um anything you would like to to make a statement about in regards to what happened well it's made the oscars popular again <laughs> made you interested in the oscars oh jeez the, <laughs> the the oh the popularity and also the viewing ship just went up it was like yeah. declining for over 10 years and now it just went Whoop. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> going to be watching next year. If we're thinking, <laughs> could we have more of that, please? We just line up all these rich bastards and just slap the fuck out of them? <laughs> nah. But seriously, though, um, yeah, shit happened. Uh, I put on the Fred Discord, it's like, Twitter just exploded. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I wasn't watching. Yeah. yeah. But, but of course, I, I'm, I'm a Twitter... I'm a Twitter sniper. I don't really. I'm not really on Twitter. I just, I, I, I just notice some. I just notice the things and just, just like holy shit, what's going on? And mm-hmm. it was like twenty minutes. It was like ten minutes ago. It's like holy shit, what happened? It's like tell me. And it, <laughs> and it went through all, all the things. It's like holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, where where to from here? And then I, and I did the cardinal thing. And turned on the Oscars. <laughs> and, and I only watched until to, to, um, Will Smith won because I wanted wanted to be. Yeah. I, I want to be there. I wanted I wanted that water water cooler moment because I was there. <laughs> you were there when that Will sort of Smith won an Oscar and slapped Chris Rock and blubbering and and, and shit. It's just hard mm. to go through. And it's yeah. like, but I love it. I love the cringe. But <laughs> but having said that, and the dust has finally settled, uh, Chris Rock, of course, uh, he, he's touring at the moment. And, yeah, it's, it's completely sold out, man. Yep. And when, he, and when he came on stage, it's like, I know you guys, some of you guys came here to actually want to know what, my what's happening but i'm still i'm still going through this uh yeah. i've written this show like a year ago so uh i'm sorry that you're going to be disappointed and people were but pe- people are more yeah i don't want to say it because i don't like size but people are more siding with chris rock on this like all the stuff that's that's actually happened and and i sort of agree I mean, yeah, it's a shitty thing to say of what Chris Rock said, but he is a comedian. He does he does that sort of thing, and he's, sure, it's inexcusable, but it, it's very it was very mild compared to, say, a uh, Ricky Gervais like going up there and just blasting blasting everyone. And yeah, I just didn't like the rea- I mean, sure, you can disagree and you can look, look like pissed off. But getting up there and actually slapping a comedian, I'm I hate being in a, like one of those advocates that's like oh free speech, sort of yeah. But I think yeah, it's a tricky thing because um, I want to say this, and so fully, yeah, cover your ears. Fuck Will Smith. I mean, yeah. I mean. Sh- Sure, you may you may have your disagreements of what what's happening, but you you couldn't you couldn't do you can't do that. 
No. And it's inexcusable. Mm-hmm. And you probably have some things in your life. I, I can un- uh, absolutely understand that, but that doesn't instigate, that doesn't like get you out of the consequences of your actions no. of, of those sort of things. And I learned that from very, a very young age because, yeah, I, I do have that sort of... Me- I do. I do have that sort of uh, mental past that I that I have, and I've did and I've done and did shit that could be excused by that. But even even with my mum just saying to me, just because you have a, just because I don't have ADD, ADD, ADHD, it turns out it was a misdiagnosis. Who who are who would have thought? <laughs> but but even even my mum saying uh, it's like sure you have AD, ADD. But that doesn't excuse bad behavior, and I learned that from a very, very young age, and how how your, and how all this stuff like comes, yeah. So this is probably career ending for Will Smith. Potentially. Potentially, but very potentially. It's yeah, it's concerning. Because um, and it just sucks too because. You know, I'm such a fan of his. I since I was a kid, I've loved Will Smith. Um, you know, and he he's always just he's always just had the best public image, really. Like he's never really had any like a lot a lot of like mostly for the most part he's been received very, you know, positively. Um, and you know, he's super talented and he deserves that. And I was so excited for him to finally win an Oscar. Yeah. Because he's amazing in King Richard. He's fantastic. Um, so it was just so crushing yeah. to watch, to watch that, to watch someone that I've kind of looked up to as an example for how to, you know, just be kind to people, you know, um, just for him to act like that in the moment was just like, you don't, yeah. Like you just said, Mike, you just, you don't do that. Like whatever your issue with what was said, like you, there are so many more different and better ways he could have handled that. Um, like it was the, probably the worst possible yeah. outcome. So it's just so disappointing. And yeah. And like you said, it could be the end of his career. I mean, look, Hollywood has forgiven worse people. Yeah. So a lot of people um, are saying, well, because Will Smith has sort of, um, like has gone on, uh, has, uh, canceled his application to the Academy as like, okay, what about Roman Polanski? What about you know? What about what about Woody Allen? What about what about fucking Weinstein? Well, Weinstein Weinstein has been expelled from the Academy, and I I think Polanski has as well now. But yeah, nothing's been done about Woody Allen, of course. Mm. Um, yeah. There's uh, look. There's there's yeah. I don't really want to get into that stuff. No, no, but... no, no. And yeah. I'm also I'm also thinking um what what else am I thinking it's just a it's just a very difficult and surface level it, it it's pretty funny I, I I mean I do enjoy all the memes <laughs> the memes have been pretty funny yeah, yeah I yeah. will say and and yeah and if you do do when you go a bit deeper it's like it, it's just icky and disgusting and it's like yeah how, how can this be- beacon of of you know of getting jiggy with it turned out to be you know yeah 
It's like, really? Is is this this? It feels like it's. I don't want to get into it, but it feels like. Is this the first time? That this sort of shit has happened, especially Will Smith. Because, I don't think so. I mean, even even Chris Rock, even Chris Rock was very surprised. I mean, he, he, he took it like. <laughs> He really took it like a gut, like a man. Yeah, he handled it well. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he did it. Very well. I suppose it was the shock of not expecting it because. Oh yeah. Because he had his hands behind his back, and he he thought he he thought Will Smith was just going to get get him in like a headlock or something or something like that, but mm-hmm. but no, it, it was a bit more serious than that. Yeah, icky icky stuff. Icky icky stuff. All right. That's enough said about that, I think. Um, so, yeah, so we sh- that meme is going to be up there with Welcome to Earth, getting jiggy with it, get your fuck, get your name out, get your wife's, get my mom, you know, that one. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, whatever. Yeah, it's it sucks. Um, and speaking of it sucking, I think the, the, the one of the uh, other big consequences of that slap is the fact that no one was talking about the Oscars themselves. No one was talking about any of the movies or any of the filmmakers um, that won any awards. Everyone was just talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. And that was really shit. Yeah. (laughs) Even Chris Rock actually like apologized to like the the hostesses, especially like Wanda Sykes and that. It's like, Mm. this was supposed to be your night. And I'm yeah. I'm sorry, and Chris Rock, you got nothing to be sorry for. It's it's just an unfortunate thing. It's just yeah, like you know, you're a comedian, and you're used to telling these kind of boundary pushing jokes. Um, I mean, I so I don't I don't support what he said, but he de- he definitely doesn't need to apologize. Yeah, I don't think. Um, but yeah, anyway, I could be I could be a real dirty conservative. It's like I don't agree with what he says, but but I. But I, I, I'm more, it's more important that he is free to say what he is allowed to say. Within reason. Within uh, reason, yes. Um, but anyway, um, focusing on the awards themselves. Um, uh, oh, why? <laughs> uh, Dune won the most awards of the night, which Woo! was amazing to see. Um, Except for the my... important ones. Yeah. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite movies of last year, uh, and one of the best sci-fi adaptations probably ever made. Um, mm. Yeah, it won six awards. It took home all the technical awards it was nominated for, which was just uh, wonderful to see. Um, so I'm not even mad that it beat Spider-Man in visual effects. That's fine. Um, so that was great. It was the biggest winner of the night. Uh, the second biggest winner, of course, was Coda, uh, which took home three awards, uh, Best Supporting Actor for Troy Kotzer, um, the second deaf actor to ever win an Oscar. Um, That was fantastic to see. And uh, and then it also won Adapted Screenplay. Sean Hader, uh, the director of the film, uh, took home a screenplay award. Uh, And then it won um, Best Picture, the big one. 
um, in a surprise, but not a surprise, I suppose. I kind of had a feeling that that Hollywood was going to vote for Coda over Power of the Dog. Um, but um, again, I will just tell everyone to go watch The Bellier Family, the French film that it's based on, because it's just as good, if not better, and deserves the attention. Um, so, but that being said, it was really nice to see a film about a, a you know, a deaf family, um, with, you know, with a coda, a coda, you know, um, to, you know, just bring representation and, you know, different kinds of stories being told on the big screen. Like it's, it's, there's definitely a lot of positivity to bring out of that. Um, so that's really, really good. Um, Jessica Chastain won Best Actress for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, a very well-deserved, um, and Ariana DeBose won uh, for West Side Story. Um, the first, uh, one of the first openly, I think the first openly queer woman to win an Oscar, I believe, or uh, of her of her um, ethnicity, definitely. So that was super cool, and her speech made me cry. Um, for her performance in West Side Story was amazing and it was a nice little kind of mirror moment because she won the same award for the same character that um, Rita Moreno won uh, back in the early 60s for the same mm. uh, the, the original film so that was really nice um, yeah so yeah so it was a good it was a good night uh, apart from the you know the thing that derailed the entire ceremony um, and the I will say the three hosts actually did a good job. Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall, they, yeah, actually were surprisingly really, really good. So um, we didn't need three of them, but they were all good in their own ways. And just to see Amy Schumer dressed as Spider-Man dangling from the ceiling, that was pretty amusing. So, um, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Mike, do you have any comments <laughs> on on the films and the, the awards themselves? Um, well done for Coda. Uh, a movie they'll probably definitely uh, find and see. Uh, Tammy Faye, the one, one is on Disney Plus, so I have no excuse to to not watch it because it's 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 good. It's got my Batman. Sorry, my Spider Man. I was gonna say your Spider Man. Yeah, fuck that, that joke. <laughs> Shut up. I'm thinking of Michael Keaton. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I well done for everyone for winning awards uh, and and such. Good. Well said. If you want a more deep dive conversation, go go and listen to the monthly. Uh, yes. Winifred's. Uh, Thank you. Where they actually care about the, um, the their awards <laughs> and stuff. So free plug right here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I listened need- to it too. And, I th- and you didn't mention anything about Will Smith. I thought, fucking cowards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were not there to talk about that. No. No. <laughs> no, we were not. Rightly so. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not what you were talking about in the in the thing. Exactly. Thank you very much. All right. Let's move on to the rest of the news, shall we? Yes. Um, we got some Star Wars news to discuss, and this is a bit frustrating. Star Wars. Anything but Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, during the week, uh, Ewan McGregor himself... Um, Ewan McGregor. Um, ...was featured in a video talking about a release date change for Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, we will not be getting... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi premiering on Wednesday, the 25th of May to align with, you know, the all important anniversary of Star Wars in cinema. Um, we are actually going to be getting it on Friday, the 27th of May. So it's been moved back two days. It's not a huge delay. Um, (laughs) um, but the exciting thing about this move is the fact that um, we're getting two episodes at the at the uh, launch release day. We're getting two episodes, not just one, two. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, I have kind of just done the math and put it down to the fact that um, you know, the, the things are going to be a bit chock a block on on Disney Plus around that time because Moon Knight will have ended by then, but Miss Marvel starts. Two weeks, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, after Obi-Wan does. And that also comes out on Wednesdays. So I think that was, yeah, some poor planning on Disney and Lucasfilm and Marvel Studios' part. Somehow wires got crossed and uh, they've uh, had to sacrifice Obi-Wan by two days. um, So we can have go back to having a show come out on a Friday and a show come out on a Wednesday. So... Yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, Mike, how are you feeling about this? I think they're threatened by Stranger Things Season 4 and they oh. and they planted it on the same day. Oh, because that's... Is May 27 when the first half of Season 4 of Stranger Things is coming out? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> Oh, it's just a just a coincidence, and I and I shouldn't be like bothered. But yeah, if if, if it's uh, Miss Marvel coming coming out, and they want to give that a plenty of leeway instead, instead of because everyone knows that Obi Wan is probably going to be everyone's bread and butter, and just like wham into it. It's like it's like uh, known IP. I mean, yeah, Miss um, Marvel. Is it is a new thing, and people are always new. I don't like new, and a lot of people would be sort of uh, hesitant to go into something like that, like fresh face. So it would be good to give that plenty of leeway. But if we're getting two episodes on on the same day, I'm ha- I'm happy with that. Mm. Yep, mm, no complaints here. Which means. It'll end quicker. And that's a bad thing. That's a bad... <laughs> yeah. So instead of six weeks of speculation, we're going to have five have weeks. five weeks. Oh. Until season two. Because they're definitely going to do a fucking season two. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't count my chickens. No, I want more. <laughs> I want more too. It would be great. I don't think they will, but... If they if they gave Obi Wan a season two, that'd be pretty fantastic. Well, they've got like ten years until until New Hope. Yeah, they've got time to work with it. So yeah, like we, I mean, we've talked about it before, but yeah, like you know, if they do Darth Maul in season two, you know, that would make sense. So mm. maybe 
I think I think the reason why because they they were uh, they were reluctant to get Darth Maul into it is because they they gave like uh, a meeting with Dave Filoni and Favreau and and um, they said well we sort of already did that with Rebels so uh, and it wouldn't really make sense so if you just let it be for for a bit and then we can deal with something else because otherwise I don't know I think there's more story because yeah. <laughs> because the big thing is like oh it's going to be like it's going to be like a book of Boba Fett where it all takes place uh, yeah, just on just on uh, a sandy planet and that's it it's Dune the t- TV series and he doesn't <laughs> go anywhere and then they and then they're getting the Inquisitors in mm-hmm and then, and yeah, and a lot of people enjoy, enjoy the Inquisitors from the Rebels. I mean, I'm enjoy, enjoying the Inquisitors, even though there's not really many left at the moment in this bit. But this takes place before Rebels, so mm. that, that's the timeline. And mm. a lot of people are complaining about the Grand Inquisitor's head not being the same shape. It's like, fucking hell. <laughs> are you surprised? No. Exactly. That's why I like Star Wars, but I hate the fandom. You can all yeah. suck a Bantha's dick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I can say that because I'm a fan. Yeah, you can. All right. Let's move on to our next bit of news, yes. shall we? Um, this one is a bit of a sad announcement. Um, during the week, um, Bruce Willis, his family announced on social media that unfortunately he is retiring from acting. Mm. Um, Bruce uh, sadly has been diagnosed with aphasia, um, which is a condition I I wasn't uh, familiar with. Um, so for those who don't know, um, aphasia is characterized by difficulty with language or speech and is usually caused by damage to the left-hand side of the brain, which is responsible for understanding and producing language. Um, it can be caused by a stroke or a head trauma, uh, brain tumors, any other neurological conditions. So there are many causes for this, um, which wasn't shared when this was announced, and, and that's totally fine. But just very, very sad to see you know, Bruce's career end this way. Um, so yeah, but I mean, you know, it was really nice to see the support for him, um, just rally, uh, you know, after, you know, the shit show at the start of the week to have Hollywood come through and then really, uh, get behind Bruce, um, this week, even the Razzies, um, which also happened last week. Mm Hmm. And how we we joked about it not a not a few a weeks ago, uh, where there were so many Bruce Willis films that came out last year that he ended up getting his own category um, at the Razzies. The Razzies apologize, have apologized and rescinded the awards that they gave him um, out of respect, which I thought was really really nice. Um, so yeah, so yeah, very sad to hear that uh, we won't be seeing. Bruce on the big screen much anymore. Apparently there are still films that he, he completed before his diagnosis. Um, 
that will be coming out this year and next year. So it's not the end end just yet, but uh, he won't be making any more appearances as John McClane uh, in in any more Die Hard films. No. So that's that's it's just sad. But he's still with us, and hopefully, and I'm sure his family are going to give him the best quality of life that he can get. Yeah. Um, because he's he's only in his mid sixties, so he's not even that old either, which is another shocking thing. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, but we love you, Bruce. We're big fans. I think on the, I can speak for everyone on this podcast. Um, you know, Die Hard is an amazing movie. Um, so many of his films are just incredible and just so much fun. Like usually when you're watching a Bruce Willis movie, you're going to have a good time. So, um, yeah, definitely very grateful for his, his work over the years. Mike, um, how are you feeling about this, uh, announcement? Yeah. You always have some fun with these, with these movies. Sit around, have a few laughs. Yeah. Hey, I said the <laughs> Nice. <thing>. You did. <laughs> yeah. Um, bit of a shock. Um, yeah. I'm subscribed to a, a couple of guys called Red Letter Media, if you don't know know them. They do a lot of um, uh, uh, critiques there, so, uh, of movies and television and all, and all that stuff. And yep. they sort of go in hard. But playful, hard. I mean, they're sort of my sort of. <laughs> it's my sort of style of go, going in hard. Okay. It, and uh, they did a video like not too long ago, and they were talking about the uh, talking about the sort of movies that were coming out like one after the other with Bruce Willis, and they and they weren't sure why, and they, and there's and. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of jokes in there in hindsight that they shouldn't have done because the news didn't come out until after. And they sort of addressed that in uh, an episode that they did when they talked about uh, Pam and Tommy. And they, oh, actually, yeah. they actually quite liked it. And uh, and they actually um, referenced the fact that, yeah, we didn't know that... Um, what Bruce was going through and yeah, in hindsight, we probably shouldn't have made certain jokes, but as we know now, um, uh, we're going to talk about two of them and how crap they are. So, <laughs> but if you've seen those movies, they're, they're not the best that, uh, they, they are, they are sort of a vehicle for Bruce to, like raise enough money for his family because he knows the inevitable is coming. So it, it's getting plenty of money for his family so he can look after himself and, and his mm-hmm. family could laugh, look after himself as well. So, so yeah. So maybe Fred Watch should do a couple of those movies because I've heard bad things. But I think it's a good celebration for, for um, Bruce Willis. And what he's done for done for the for the art, and yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, there's been a couple of speculations that he he's probably not going to be with it uh, for a long time because he was in that stage uh, stage adaptation of Misery, and he had a um, a microphone, no, not a microphone, uh, an, an ear an earpiece, earpiece, and a lot. Of, a lot of people were speculation is his health all right and so that sort of snowballed into um into a bit of a speculation and then it just came out and was like oh, okay rumors are sort of true 
So yeah. and people were coming out. It's like yeah, okay, it's not necessarily a death, but it's it's sort of like when the um uh when uh uh Tony Jones uh from Monty Python uh was diagnosed with um with dementia and all the pythons sort of got together for um their sort of la- last stage live show which was not the 50th anniversary it was, it was like the 49th anniversary so they sort of like come together as like well this is probably going to be the last time that uh like like f- five of original monty pythons are going to be together because unfortunately uh, Graham Chaplin is no longer with us so mm. and I just love the tagline it's like five down uh, one down five to go yeah <laughs> and and so I think they sort of did that for, for Tony because uh, having a look at it now like they, they um, did a a um, a recording of it and you can sort of tell that uh, Tony was actually um, uh like reading off a pr- prompter or re- reading something on a card, and it's like, yeah, you can sort of see, see it now, and and it is a big shame, and he's no longer with us as well. So, mm, yeah, same. so two down, four to go. Yeah. <laughs> so my heart goes yeah. out for the the Willis family, and mm-hmm. yeah, um, stay comfortable. Yes. For the next. How, how how long it's going to be difficult yeah yeah oh, boy all right let's move on to some other news we've got some interesting film casting to talk about now exciting um i'm excited about this yippee uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> because Motherfucker. Um, the <laughs> the crow reboot is finally happening um why they mm, they tried they've been trying for years to continue this franchise and we came very close to a crow reboot um like i think 2018 mm. was was around the time uh Jason Momoa was actually in talks to play Eric Draven um in that adaptation but it fell through mm. um so now we have this adaptation that's coming this reboot uh of the franchise and we have none other than Bill Skarsgård playing Eric Draven slash The Crow. Um, A plus casting. A plus. Yeah, I agree with that. A plus. I'm, yeah, I'm very, very, very happy with this, uh, this casting choice. We don't need this movie um, at all because, you know, as coincidence would have it, um, just this week gone was actually the anniversary of Brandon Lee's death on the set of the crow back in 94. Well, every um, year's a 93. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the timing of the announcement was very interesting. Um, but, uh, that being said, um, it's been directed by Rupert Sanders, which I'm a bit cautious about because he directed snow white and the huntsman, uh, which was okay. I enjoyed that movie. Um, but then he also uh, directed the um, Ghost in the Shell live action with Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Yeah. Which, mm. look, is not a bad film. 
there are some issues, obviously, but it's I don't think it's a bad film. No. Um, so he's directing this, so let's I don't know how that's gonna go. The the thing that kinda has me also interested to see how it turns out is the fact that the script for The Crow is being penned by Zach Balin, who was just Oscar nominated for writing the screenplay for King Richard. So we've got a good screenwriter on our hands. So yeah. hopefully hopefully it works out. Um, but I can't wait to see what Bill looks like um, as Eric. I think that's going to be... <laughs> I mean, just put put any Skarsgård as, as Eric Draven. I think you're fine. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not every Skarsgård is top-notch. Uh, the ones that we haven't seen. They're all pretty fantastic. What is there, um, like seven of them or something? There's a, there's a lot. Something insane. They breed like they're rabbits. They're pretty fantastic, Mike. Hello. Um, do you have any 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 thoughts, comments on on this casting announcement? Um, I've only seen The Crow once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's like those string of like slash comic book movies that not comic book movies slash slash. It's sort of like lumped together with Spawn, and it's like that sort of era that they they weren't sure where to go for like comic adaptation mo- movies i think yeah what really broke broke it was probably sam raimi's spider-man and and that sort of was the pinnacle for for a couple of years because previous was uh um like like the big ones like the superman and your and your batman batman can yeah. we make it more gritty can we make it blade even though Blade looked like not not what he looked like in the comics, mm. and he was British too, so that makes doesn't make sense because <laughs> everyone knows the, the Wesley Snipes version. Yeah, and everything's leather clad because you know fucking Matrix. Well, Blade the first Blade came out before the Matrix. Yeah, so. I know. I was just thinking that it's like no. <laughs> Those early nineties. It's late, yeah. Late, late, no, late nineties. Kind of, yeah. It was in, leather. Was very. Yes. It's that sort of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that um, our tastes changed, and how that just, yeah, whatevs. Anyway, uh, back to Bill Skarsgård. Um, mm, I think he can do a good job. Um, Knowing the only reference that I can think is the Brendan Lee ver- version of it, I can sort of see, I can, I, I can see him doing something to it that's sort of similar but sort of different at the same time. I mean, yeah, the last thing I've seen him in was it, but he's not going to be it. Um, but funny enough, he was in the uh, Ca- Castle Rock. Uh, he was. Uh, he was playing a different character in that, and mm-hmm. yeah, I reckon he can do. It. I reckon he can do. It. I reckon he can pull it off. Yeah, even though them. even though it's probably not going to be like a, a gritty like comic book movie that I, I uh, I'm, I'm into. Not really sure. Like those sort of dark horse comics, I think it is. So I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Yes. If, it, if hopefully better than Morbus, but I'm sorry. What was that? Hopefully better than Morbus. Yes, hopefully, hopefully better than you that know mo- that movie that we're going to talk about soon. You know, skinny white guy. 
I've fucking seen it. <laughs> and I'm not impressed. <laughs> but I like skinny white guys. Um, especially if they've got long hair. Uh, well, uh, Crow's got long hair. And he's dead. He does. He is. Wow. He's dead. Like Morbius. But living Indeed. dead. Yes. Confusing. Anyway, confusing. Let's move on. We have I'm one not. more. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> We're not like normal vampires and he kills him like a fucking vampire. That doesn't make... Anyway. Mike, right. we will be, we'll be talking about Morbius momentarily. Okay. Okay. I don't like vampires in general. Oh, don't say that. I love vampires. They're great. Okay. <laughs> the movies about them are hit or miss, but that's why anyway. I like the uh, that's why I like the uh, the ones that make fun of them, like what we do in the shadows and fucking what's that other one? That really bad Mel Brooks one. Dracula Duh. dead and loving it. That's it. Yes. 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 So much potential. So much potential. All right. Yeah. We, we got one more thing in the news to talk about. One more? Bit, and then we're done. Okay. Okay. So just a quick uh, release date uh, announcement uh, to do with uh, the upcoming Game of Thrones prequel series, House of the Dragon, this week. Um, or HBO announced its release date of the 21st of August. It will be streaming on HBO Max, um, so that's exciting. Um, and there is also a few new images released of uh, the cast in costume, in scenes with each other. Um, nothing too fascinating to really look at in those pictures. Just like, oh yeah, they all look very pretty. Um, and the aesthetic is on point, so yeah. Um, but it's just nice to know now we can mark our calendars for our return to Westeros. Yes. Later this year, um, I really hope the show is good. I I really do. I mean, yeah, the cast is fantastic. So um, yeah, I'm sure they won't let us down. Well, we'll Game of Thrones we'll s- cast was fantastic. It was, but it wasn't their fault. <laughs> <laughs> we don't blame the cast. Uh, this decisions. just the direction. Just the direction. Um, Mike, are you looking forward to House of the Dragon? Um, yeah. I'm still, I still got the tentative yeah. Um, Fair. Because I'm still more excited about Lord of the Rings, but, you know. Uh, but I'll give it a go. A couple of... Couple of uh, uh, if it's not... If it hasn't grabbed my attention in two episodes, then nah. A bit like the Halo series. Um, which I still haven't seen the second one. Which oh, yeah, that's not a good sign. You said you were going to give it another go, and if you haven't given it a second go yet, then maybe it's done. I was, but my Prime Plus, no, my Paramount Paramount Plus uh, ran out, and I thought, do I need to buy it again? It's like no, I'll, I'll just wait. <laughs> so it sort of it sort of turned my hand, <laughs> which is unfortunate because I was I was actually watching my South Park as well at the same time, but. Now I'll just, I'll just wait until South Park finishes and then I'll re get it and watch it all and then and then watch Halo. Halo, yep. Halo, Halo. Very good. House of Dragons. 
Yeah. Cast the dragon. Yeah. And Matt Smith looks sick. Yeah, he does. I'm excited to see him. Yeah. Playing a Targaryen. I think that's very cool. He acts his heart out. He does. He's great. He gives his he gives his all. He gives his all, yeah. Every character. Even if the stuff is terrible. One more segment, Mike. Okay. And we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Just sit, sit tight. Don't worry. All right, all right. <laughs> I got some things to say. Chomping at all the right. bit. Chomping at the bit. Speaking Rob. of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the end of the nerdy news. <laughs> yes. Because now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. All right, trailer park time. Let's hit it. Um, we've got uh, three trailers. Our first trailer. Three. Count them three. Count them three. Uh, our first trailer this week is a teaser for the upcoming Doctor Who special, Legend of the Sea Devils. The Easter special. The Easter special. Um, yes. they are. Um, yeah. Very, very cool. Wasn't expecting this uh, trailer to come out because they put out a poster and a release date a few days ago and I so when the trailer popped up I was like oh that's good <laughs> um I'm very curious to see what this is about um because yeah as I am so very new to Doctor Who I don't really know much and I'm yeah looking forward to watching this because yeah it looks it looks like a lot of fun um a sort of a pirate style adventure um, you know, so I'm, I'm, ha- I'm here for that. Um, I know nothing about sea devils and I think, I don't think many people do because they're what, they're from the old Doctor Who, aren't they? Yeah. They haven't been around since the eighties. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool mm. that, that they're bringing back some old, some old characters in that sense. Um, I'm just really curious to see how this is, if this is going to connect to, you know, um, the flux in any way or the you know the new year's special um or you know what it's going to mean going forward and setting up things to come if it will do that at all or if it's just going to be very much standalone special as long as i get a yaz and 13 moment i'll be happy (laughs) um you fucking tumblr watcher yes what is the Come collective me, noun for, for people who go on Tumblr? I don't know. Tumblrinos. I have no idea. I don't know what we're called. We're probably complete idiots, I would say. No, 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 no. Tumblr thirsters. Tumblr thirsters. Because they're, they're thirsty for, like, um, shipping and yeah. fucking making people gay when they're not gay. <laughs> Yeah, which is an interesting thing, which is great. I mean, it, why, every you know, the more gay, the better. I say. But, representation? Yeah. Question mark. Representation? Question mark. If it's in my um, head. <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, uh, Tumblr loves Doctor Who, uh, and there are yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people on there that are passionate about um, Yaz and and Thirteen. So um, yeah, I'm with them there. Um, but no, this is a good a good trailer. Builds up the excitement, doesn't really show too much what's going on, um, and visually looks really great. I can't wait to watch it. Um, Mike? Yes. Actually, before mm. I before I throw to you, I should just say fully as quick little thoughts on it. Ah, yes. She, she says, 
getting Sea of Thieves vibes in this trailer. LOL. Looks like it will be an epic adventure, and I cannot wait to watch it. All right. No joke. Nice. What's Sea of Thieves? I don't know. Okay. Let me do We the don't know IMDb. what you're talking about. <laughs> sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Um, oh, it's a video game. Ah. Of course it's a game. Um, of course it's a, it's a game. From of the, course it's a game. From the gamer. From the gamer. It's a four-player session open world MMO based on a pirate's theme that lets players and their crew go on a journey to find treasure. Okay. So it's a game from 2018. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, I nice. suppose. I mean... If you get those vibes, you're not wrong. Well, it just looks exactly like what this trailer looks like. Just, you know, pirates and cool colours and a cool aesthetic, really. Yeah. Well, yeah. you could, well, you know, if it's got pirates, well, you could do the obvious pirates of the Caribbean. And pirates of Penzance. Um, Sinbad, you know. Um, was he a rear <laughs> pirate? Sort of. Yeah. Sort of adaptations did, did that. Um, yeah, my turn? Yes. Um, yes, go! <laughs> uh, yes, Sea Devils, we haven't seen them since the 80s. And yeah, basically a race of uh, of uh, reptile creatures that are cousins from um, another race, and I'm blanking on the name, but they're sort of the uh, precursor to the human beings. So they're sort so, oh. so it's a bit like um, the lizard creatures that live underneath live live underneath the ground. They have been sitting in dormant because you know uh, they they were there since you know uh, I can't remember if it was either the meteor or was the ice age and they went underground and then they they overslept. Uh, monkeys became humans and and now there's sort of like a, a literal turf war between mm. <laughs> between the these two factions. And the sea devils are basically the water people of them that actually survive in the water. So that's why they're uh, that's why they're pirates, and they've got their own little ship. And yeah, and this predates the uh, episodes from the seventies. So that would mean these would be the first sightings of sea devils. Oh, that's and cool. I'm really, really loving the fact that they look like um, the same costumes from the 70s and 80s. That's, nice. That's why they sort—they <laughs> sort of look weird, but they're canonically correct, accurate. Yeah, and that's, and that's what, what, what we care about. And that's what I'm loving about the Chris Chipnell era. It's how mm-hmm. is how they're actually being faithful to like Doctor Who in general. Is like, yeah. It looks silly, but it still works. I mean, I said that uh, with um, the Sontarans as well, how New Who sort of turned the Sontarans into something else. But uh, the Sontaran experiment... No, not the Sontaran experiment. That's another episode of Doctor Who that came out in the 70s. But the Flux uh, version of Sontarans are more like the original Sontaran sort of look and shape and feel and yeah they're sort of borderline 
psychopathic as well as being silly at the same time because mm-hmm. they sort of turned into sort of a, a joke really especially with drax i mean people really enjoy drax but he's not mine sometimes <laughs> he you know have threatening people to boil them in acid yeah it's fun but it's not a real sometimes <laughs> make the villains villains for christ anyway uh yeah and this takes place uh on the china sea with chinese culture so another element is also and the um uh and the captain uh pirate is actually a real person in real life i can't remember her name but no neither but that's really cool yeah and yeah so if you want to read up more on history you can with them and if you want to read up on history on the sea devils well you obviously you go to the doctor who wiki and and they're and they've been around and maybe the sea devils have been voiced by nicholas briggs but i'm not sure because if you want a monster you go to him because he's been doing all all the monsters for new who especially with the daleks uh uh, the Daleks, uh, Judoon, and Cybermen. But the Judoon are a, a new creature for, for New Who. Oh, okay. And I'm really excited. And I can't wait for Easter. Yay! Same. So, sign it into your trailers. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, put it in your diaries. That's what I'm trying yes. to think. But what is the date, Kendall? The date, yes. Well, uh, we can look forward to watching Doctor Who Legend of the Sea Devils on the 17th of April. It's two weeks from now. Nice. Nice. But I suppose that will be Monday morning for us here in Australia. Yes. So we'll be bright and early. Bright and early. Mm. I think it's like like five o'clock in the morning. So, okay, that's cool. when I get up, and nice. I, I can just watch it in the morning. You can watch it before you go to work. Yeah, and then do yeah. like a, a half, half tired um, review. Put it on YouTube. And it's like, why are you so tired? It's like, because it's five o'clock in the morning. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> let me alone. Let me alone. Haven't let had me my, haven't had my second coffee yet. Yes, Jesus. Just to All start right. the car. Yes. Next. Mm. Next next trailer, shall we? Um, this is hopefully our final, but it is the latest trailer for Top Gun Maverick. Uh, another COVID-delayed movie uh, that was pushed all the way to mid-2022. Um, it's finally, finally coming out. Very excited about this. Um, it's a good trailer. Shows a lot. There's a few new clips in there. Like, it's nice to see um, a visual representation of Val Kilmer, of Iceman. um, Because he actually is in the movie, which is really cool. Um, But, but yeah, I'm, you know, I think we've got a better snapshot of what the story is going to be. Like, you know, it just seems to be like, you know, these you know pilots are being you know they're the best of the best but they need someone to train them for what they're about to go into and they you know can only have maverick apparently Mm. um um but then yeah it looks like we're going to be seeing some serious stuff going down potentially um and some lovely callbacks to the original film so it just it just looks great i i the more 
there was a lot more footage in this of like from the perspective of being in the planes and that I was like, Oh no. Oh no. There, I might be seeing this in IMAX. I don't know if that's going to be a good idea for me. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I get motion sickness really bad. Um, but easy. That's okay. Just gra- just just grab those sort of pieces of paper that you watch an eclipse with, and you just put a little pinhole in the yeah. in the paper, and you put it up mm-hmm. on your eye, and then you see see through it. Yeah, and then you'll be right. And you'll be fine. You're totally or bring fine. a bucket. I don't know. Yeah, one or the other. Um, or completely empty a bucket of popcorn and be sick. <laughs> yeah, throw up, throw up all my popcorn. Take it to the to the bar afterwards and be like. I want a refund. Refund. There's vomit in it. <laughs> yeah. I want to make a return. <laughs> not mine, I swear. Wipe, hashtag wipe, not wipe. my popcorn. Oh, funny. Mm. No, I'm sure it'll be fine. Look, the movie looks really good. Um, I'm re- I'm just really glad that it's finally coming out because I know there are so many people around the world that have been waiting for this film for so long. Not just the fact that it's been COVID delayed, but obviously the original film came out 35 years ago. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, long time since drinks. Long time between drinks, absolutely. So I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Um, Mike, what did you think Hi. of this trailer for Top Gun Maverick? Well, um, okay. I haven't seen the original. Okay. So I won't judge you. But I wasn't asking for a don't judgment. You, you can judge me as hard as you can. It's like, okay. how can you not watch? How have you not seen Top Gun? I mean, I it's, s- it's 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 a tentpole of '80s cinema, and yeah, quintessentially the movie for bloody Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Yes, maybe. Kind of. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I'm still confused. Um, watching it is like, like watching it as a it's its own mo- movie, its own standalone movie. Um, passing of the torch, but you also got a character. There's also a, the son of a of a character as well. It's yeah. like you're not my real dad. And they're and they're teaching, and there's going to be a war. So what's the war? Is it? Is it? Okay, let's speculate. <laughs> if this was meant to come out in, in 2020. 2020, who were we fighting? North Korea? No. It would be insane if they do Russia. I mean, fucking topical. Anyway, and I suppose the original was probably Russia as well. Being the eighties, yeah, probably. Yeah, so I don't, I don't remember. You don't remember? I thought you were. You, I thought you knew movies. I've I, only seen Top Gun once, and it was a few years ago, so I don't, I don't remember much about it. Yeah, it was during I, the eighties. I, I just remember I liked it. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, you, you watching, watching fun with the boys. You're playing with the boys. Like I know that bit because it's yeah. a meme. It's like, it's man, so this is so masculine and manly. Manly, masculine. Look at our bodies. Something s- for the... Smashing against each other on the... Sand. sand. <laughs> Sweat glistening. <laughs> I know there's the male gaze, 
And that uh, is it, the gay gaze. <laughs> it's the gaze. It's the, the gaze. It's the male gaze. <laughs> Males can be gays. They can. And anyway. They are. Yeah. And we love it. Yeah, so very, very homoerotic. Are they going to do the same thing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Cowards. <laughs> I think in the trailer they do something similar, that they're playing volleyball. Yeah. But it's... It's uh, it, it's mixed, so you got males and okay. females. Are like that's not fun. Get the get the women out of here. I want to see the men. I want to see the boys playing with the boys. Better with the boys. Oh, you like women too? Okay, fine. Yes, thank you. As long as they're topless. <laughs> it's that sort of movie. Mm. It's that sort of movie, is it? So when are Yikes. we going to be glistening in the sun, Kendall? <laughs> and playing with the boys. And playing with the boys. We'll be playing with the boys on uh, the 26th of May when Top Gun Maverick finally hits the cinema. Goose. I know that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Miles Teller is playing Goose's son. Yeah, I watched Captain Captain Marvel and not getting all the references to Top Gun. No wonder the movie sucked. Because you need to watch a movie before watching a movie. And it wasn't a Marvel movie, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> We've got one more trailer to talk about. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Um, our final trailer for this week is uh, the latest trailer for Minions The Rise of Gru. Ooh! Mmm! Banana and shit. Banana. Um, yes. Yes. I, this was a fine trailer. I think I've preferred previous trailers. This one was a bit all over the place for me. Um, yeah. It's I mean, it was get fine. your attention. I guess. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was fine. Like, it's definitely going to um, get a, a warm reception, I think, when it comes out. People are going to, you know, people love Minion movies. They love Despicable Me. And the fact that this is a, you know... A really cool prequel with featuring Gru and Steve Carell voicing Gru. Yeah, you know, um, people are going to love to see that. So that's exciting. Well, um, technically, this is a sequel to the prequel. It is, yes, because there was all there was a Minions film a few years ago now with Sandra Bullock um, as the f- female, uh, and uh, I don't know if she was an antagonist of the movie. I never saw it. Anyway, before, but you know, she was you know the. I, I think responsible for the minions in the first in that film. I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about it. I've never seen it. I, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Make, I'm just making shit up now. Anyway, so but regardless, this is yeah. This is the sequel to that film, um, and a prequel to the Despicable Me films. Um, yeah, minions are great. They're cute. They're funny. Um, I like that one scene where um, they're being taught how to do, uh, you know, the the chopping of wood with their faces um <laughs> and then that one minion like like kind of chastises the other one i think he's called kevin i think he says kevin 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 and then you think he's he takes a deep breath and you think he's gonna do it and then he grabs kevin's head and just starts smashing it against the the wood to try and break it i thought that was very funny wonder um, if kids will replicate it oh god i hope not <laughs> that's a bit that's a bit problematic um 
But regardless, it looks like a fun film. I have no investment in it whatsoever. I hope people enjoy it. Okay. That's it, that's it from me. Fulia, however, has a <laughs> lot to say, of course, which I'm going to read. Um, she says, gotta love hearing Eminem in an animated movie trailer. Yeah, very interesting choice of song, by the way. Lose yourself uh, for the win. Um, the song itself sets the tone of what the movie is going to be about, and that is... Spaghetti. Mi- spaghetti. Mum uh, spaghetti, mi- to be... Ma- Mums, exactly, exactly. Uh, and that is the minions saving their mini-boss, Gru, which will definitely happen by the end, no doubt about that. I love watching the minions cause havoc. It's a lot of fun, and the way they speak just makes them even better. Yes, that's I agree with that. I'm not surprised we are getting a prequel to how Gru became a supervillain. It was bound to happen. One thing I don't quite understand is why the minions decide they need to learn Kung Fu, of all things. But we get to hear the wonderful voice of Michelle Yeoh, um, so I'm not complaining. Side note, there are a couple of other well-known actors in this too, so check the IMDb. Uh, Winky face. Goddamn. Goddamn for you. Making uh, us check IMDb. Uh, um, I'll Mike's get it on up. It. Mike's on it. <laughs> you um, do it too, so we can cross-examine. I will. Uh, she says, overall, it looks like another wild adventure with the minions. Well said, Fulia. Well said. All right, let's IMDb. Minions, the rise of Gru. The rise of Gru. Top. The rise of Gru. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, cast, cast, cast. Okay, we got Taraji P. Henson. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Dol- Dolph Lundgren. What the hell? He's voicing a character called Svengeance, which I just think is fantastic. Um, Lucy Lawless. Wow. Da- Danny Trejo. Uh, Machete! Yeah. <laughs> Machete. Machete. Uh, Riza. Uh, Julie Andrews. Uh, Russell Brand. Oh, you Alan can't have everything. Arkin. Um, you can't have everything. Jeez. Um, this, yeah. Wow. Uh, it wouldn't let me go any further, so I wonder if that's everyone. Yeah, that's everyone. Okay, yeah. You weren't wrong, Fulia. That's a pretty stacked cast. I, I, I like it. And of course, Pierre Coffin is doing the voice of the minions. Um, including Kevin, Stewart, and Bob. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Mike, what do you think of this uh, trailer for Minions, The Rise of Gru? Yeah, there's a look. Hmm. Having, having a look, it's, uh, you know, star-packed. Yep. I think I've been missing something. Maybe I should actually watch the Minions. <laughs> And and the uh, and and the previous ones, what are they called? Despicable Me. Despicable Me. I've only seen the first Despicable Me. I haven't seen any of them except for the, the first Minions because I was on a plane. Ah. Uh, and I thought, yeah, why not? And why not? Hey, <laughs> funny. If you turn off your brain. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, considering was it Despicable Me three had. Uh, Trey Parker. And I thought, why? And it's like, maybe you're doing it for your kids? I don't know. 
I mean, if, I, don't, I don't know. It's sort of, it's sort of something that you wouldn't think Trey Parker would be doing. I thought, yeah, I thought you hated Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even looking at the trailer, I thought, interesting. I may have been missing some. I may have missed, like, all all of them. Yeah, there's only been three Despicable Threes. Yes. Just three Despicable Me's and one Minions movie, and now there's two soon. Yeah. Um, looks funny. Looks adorable. Um, I'm thinking Zelda probably is aware of the Minions, thanks to Kinder. Thank you very much. <laughs> so maybe I need to brush up on my uh, Minions history. My my minions lore, and watch them all. Because mm. that's what I do. I'm a dad. Yes. Even if I like it or hate it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then we can talk about it and bond and shit. So anyway, yeah. so anyway, Kendall, when uh, when are you going to be watching it? Because you're such a big fucking fan. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about that, but thank you. Um, Minions, The Rise of Gru will finally be released in cinemas on the 16th of June. 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 When is Dune 2 coming out? I want it now. I know, the end of 2023. Sucks. Okay. No, they're they're filming it this year, so. Yeah. That'll be good. That'll Mm. be good. Nice. Nice, nice. All right. Yeah. It's time, Michael. Time for what? Our quickie review. Quickie review. Boy, do we have a quickie review for you. That's probably not going to be so quick. I don't <laughs> or know. May- or maybe it will, because we we don't have too much to say. I don't know. No. I don't know, but I can't wait to hear uh, your thoughts, because it is sure. now time... It is now time for us to uh, tell you what we thought of Morbius. Um, which Two final... out of five. Move on. <laughs> wow. Quickie review of quickie reviews. Um, yeah, finally came out after being delayed like four or five times. It's finally here. Four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, it was so much going for a Jared Leto. I know Marvel, Marvel. Maybe or maybe not connected to the MCU. Yeah. So we are probably going to spoil a couple of little things to do with it. So if you don't want Morbius spoilers, please feel free to skip ahead or uh, mute us if you're on YouTube right now. Or you don't care like Um, me. Or you don't give a shit. Because the movie is not good. Um, yeah, look, I just need to stress up top that it is not a fault of the cast. No. I think the cast is great. The performances are very good. Um, they do the best with what they can, with what they have. The best they can with what they have. So that's all we can really ask for. Um, the problem with this movie is in the script. It's in the editing. It's in some of the visual effects 
And it's in the studio fucking interference. So that's And with a little bit of should have been released at the time, but they had to change it because recent events happened. They should have kept it in January. Yes. They should have kept it in January. And also, I don't know, maybe because of uh, movies coming out and maybe contradicting the actual movie that was meant to be in 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 2019. Like I, yeah, I've sort yes. of heard that. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's the problem, right? Because this movie was supposed to come out in 2020. Um, it was July 2020. Was oh, was it 2019? No, it was like 2020. Oh, okay. No, no, it was 2020. Um, and Spider-Man No Way Home was always scheduled to come out at the end of 2021. So, um, yeah. But, look, I mean, it's just, I don't know. The, my other, the other big problem I have with this movie is the fact that uh, a lot of... Well, two things, but one one main thing is the fact that a lot of the footage in the trailers isn't actually in the movie. No. They've used a lot of alternate takes, which is fine. That happens a lot. Like, you, you that's I'm no stranger to seeing that in Hollywood. Um, but there are, like, actual scenes in the trailer that are not in the film at all. And it's just super weird and super jarring. Um, and then... On top, and then as we just mentioned with the connection to Spider-Man and MCU and everything, like like the one thing we've wanted to know for this entire time is why the fuck is Michael Keaton involved in this movie? And why is he here? And then we get two post-credit scenes that just ha- create more questions than they provide answers. And I was so annoyed. Like, I was so annoyed. I'm like, this makes no fucking sense. Um, because Michael Keaton... The, the footage in the trailers is not in the movie at all, for no. one. Completely changed. There's no interaction at all between uh, Adrian Toomes and Michael Morbius. None. None of that dialogue. And then <laughs> somehow Vulture has en- has been... The, the spell at, at the end of No Way Home, for some reason, sent Vulture into the Morbius slash Venom universe... Uh, and then he ends up Slash, getting... um potential uh, Amazing Spider-Man universe. Potential, yes, and I'll get to that. I will get to that, but yes, you're right. Um, anyway, he's suddenly been pulled into this universe um, and he's seemingly fine with it. They promptly release him from prison because they have no record of him, so that makes sense. That's the only thing about this fucking thing that made sense. And then we get a second post credit scene that doubles down on the nonsensical bullshit by having Michael Morbius go meet the Vulture in the desert somewhere for some reason, and Vulture is <laughs> in his Vulture is in his full outfit. But how does he have his outfit? Not the same. It's no, it's the same. No, it's not. It's not the same. Well, it, well, I guess it can't be because it's impossible. No, he. Uh, if you have a look at the uh, helmet, it's more of a beak. Okay. So the helmet's slightly different. Yeah, the helmet's slightly different, but... <laughs> but also, how the fuck? How the fuck does he even have this suit? And then he's, like, talking to Morbius about how there's a fucking Spider-Man in this universe and we're going to team up to take him down or whatever. 
And Morbius is like, hmm, intriguing. And like literally Michael just spent the entire movie going on about how I don't want to kill people. I don't want to give in to my bloodlust. I'm a doc. I'm going to do the right thing. You know, Hippocratic Oath, all that jazz, you know, that's. And then for no reason, there's obviously some time passed, but like he's. You know, even though Michael Keaton says, like, Adrian Toomes says, we're going to do, how about we do some good in this world by teaming up or whatever, but it doesn't sound like they're, he actually legit means good. But then Morbius is, like, interested, and I'm like, I, why? I don't know why. <laughs> oh, God. More questions. <laughs> More questions. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. The suspension of disbelief is, is, is fully there. It's just, you can't, you can't piece it together. Um, and then I read an article where the uh, director, Daniel Espinosa, addressed the removal of scenes that were in the trailer from the film. And he just basically glossed over it and said, well, that just happens. And I'm like, not on this level it does. Like, <laughs> not when the trailer seems to be advertising a completely different movie. Like, yes. I mean, oh, come on. I feel bad for Jared Leto. I feel bad for Matt Smith. Like they gave, they give a great performance. Yeah, uh, both of them. And, you know, and there was so much potential to have a really in depth story told. Because that's the, the other problem is that the story is so shallow. It's so by the numbers origin story as well. Yeah, it doesn't offer up anything new. It just further adds to the critique people have now of origin story films in the comic book movie world. Yeah. Um, it was quick. It was, it was uh, get to the next thing, get to the next thing, get to the next thing. Literally. Literally. Uh, oh, he, he, he went to the award show and then all of a sudden, oh, he oh. didn't accept it. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. They just skipped over so much. And then the other thing too is that there's like no, no, no one really seems to be reacting to what the fuck's going on. Um, like there's a scene where, where Jared Leto and Matt Smith are fighting and they end up going down this escalator shaft in a subway station yeah. and nobody, nobody reacts to them just landing there. Uh, <laughs> These two vampires are just fighting each other and it's, uh, it's, oh, they're, it's they're, they're not vampires. Well, whatever. whatever. <laughs> it's Night a, it's, walkers. It's just a regular day in New York apparently. And even the even the cops are like not even that phased by the fact that um, Morbius starts kind of, you know, vampiring out in front of them when he's in prison after saying, you know, basically you wouldn't like me when I'm angry except substituting angry for hungry in a terribly written line. So there must um, be a Hulk. Oh god. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, look I was really excited to watch this movie and I'll probably watch it again one day because I love Jared Leto so much and, like I said, I enjoyed his performance and his take on the character. So I'm curious as to what the fuck Sony and Marvel are going to do the fuck now because clearly they're trying to set up Sinister Six finally. Yeah, well, um, they're, they're definitely trying to kick that in the, kick that in your mouth. It's like, they, Sinister they Six, here we go. It's like, here he, we go. Who cares about Michael Morbius? It's, it should have been, been released ages ago, but it do, but all the stuff in it doesn't really make sense and... <laughs> a lot of people are saying that's probably why Venom was in uh, No Way Home for so quick because Kevin Feige is like, you know, we don't want that shit. And it's like, hurry up. Oh, we got the symbiote. Cool. And fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> literally. 
Um, yeah, so and, look. And Sony, you do you. We're going to be over here. Yeah, we're going to be over here, you know, continuing the awesomeness. Um, and then basically um, some of the visual effects too were just choppy. Um, yeah. I didn't mind. I didn't mind so much the choice to uh, visually, digitally create the monster effects on their faces and stuff. For the most part, it worked. There were some parts where it definitely didn't work. Um, I'm looking at you, Matt Smith. Um, or not but, really. Or not. Or not really. Yeah. But then there were there there were in that final fight at the end. There were literally sequences where you couldn't see what the fuck was going on. Too dark. It was too dark and it was too cluttered and too messy. There was so much happening and there was so much of the whole, they're moving fast, but let's show how fast they're moving by slowing them down in slow motion. Oh, yeah, they're doing Fuck, fuck my life. Why? We don't want Zack Snyder in a Marvel thing. No, keep your Zack Snyder (laughs) in the DC, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's unnecessary. So, yeah, nothing original about this film whatsoever. Such a to, shame. Such a fucking shame. Waste of potential. Mm. And the fact that we've been waiting this long to see this movie, it's, 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 it's insulting to the fans, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, two stars out of five from me. Michael, please tell yeah, me. I said two stars. Ha- um, you did. I feel the same. But, um, yeah, go, how are you feeling about Morbius? I was like, uh, I, well, well, going into this, I so, sort of knew that it, it's because I've heard all the stuff, like like early reviews and that, that it's like not what people expected. I was like, okay, my my thing's going lower, lower and lower. And then I watched it, it's like, yeah, okay, that was a thing, so let's do something else. And no doubt they're probably going to start up a Sinister Six with um, uh, the next uh, Craven the Hunter. So yeah, they're filming that at the moment. So hopefully they're more on track to focus on what the hell is happening in the Sony version of the Marvel (sighs) Universe. Yeah. Um, And I suppose... Yeah, looking back into this, it's it's very choppy. It's very it doesn't really make sense. Um, well, it sort of makes sense if you if you if you're like really in your seat, like trying to understand. It's like tr- really trying to go. I mean, you sort sort of said it yourself. Um, I can't really a- add too much to it. Um, That's fair. It it had so much potential, but. It, it it felt like it was a movie that Sony just gave up on. Oh, totally. They had no faith in the film. No. no it, they started off as like, yeah, this is going to be okay. And then when they keep constantly kicking the can down the road, it's like, oh, we need to do this and we need to do that. And oh, now that <laughs> we have to somehow connect this to the MCU, but they... Did it very, very badly, and it doesn't make sense, especially with the rules that actually happened in, in um at the end, where everyone who knew, everyone from previous universes, does that mean that the Ke- Keating, you, the the Michael Keating, uh, uh, Vulture, 
was actually meant to be in that universe, but he came over as a baby, <laughs> and then he grew up, and then they kicked him out. It was, yeah, it didn't really make sense. No. And it's really quite fitting that they released this on April Fool's. Yeah, yeah, we were the fools. Yeah, we were the fools. Well, I wasn't. Because April Fool's to you, Kendall, I actually haven't seen it. <laughs> what? I haven't seen Morbius. What? I haven't seen Morbius. I've been pulling your chain. Ta-da. How? How? You were very convincing. Nah, really? Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I have really no intention of watching this movie. <laughs> and I just dodged a bullet. Because, of course, I couldn't really see it on opening night because, you know, I need to watch it with my wife because... My wife has a very interest in this movie because, you know, Jared Leto, she, one of her boyfriends, um, or potential husbands. Oh, uh, oh. yeah. The same as uh, Keanu Reeves and Leonardo DiCaprio. But, you know, she is a 90s child. Um, yeah. So I haven't, haven't watched, I hadn't had time to watch it. And uh, watching a lot of reactions come out, it's like, Wow, it is really that bad. So I decided to watch all the videos that uh, basically breaking down all of it. And and yes, the big contention was the post credit scene. And that's probably the most people get out of this movie and how this potentially is going to be the precursor to The Sinister Six. And one of the reasons why it's going to be The Sinister Six is because there's a good case that this is actually taking place in the uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe. Yeah, yeah. And how they sort of set that up for at the end of the second um, second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, how Oscorp has all... Well, it's not Oscorp. I think... I think Oscorp. Actually, I think it is Oscorp. Yeah, has all, all, the, um, all the things, including uh, Vulture's wings as wings, well. Wings, yeah. So, so that could be a thing that they're, they're trying to head towards. But piggybacking off this particular movie, I mean, too much, uh, so much potential. So anyway, uh, April Fool's, belated April Fool's. Fuck me, man. Well done. Thank you. Well played. Well fucking played. I love the fact that you let me just fucking rant about this film and just... Yeah, convinced me so effortless, effortlessly. That's all right. Wait wow. until next year and I'll do something a bit bigger. I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared now. No, no, no. I'll probably forget. You... No, you won't. <laughs> it's April Fool's Day. It's your national holiday. Are you calling me a fool? No, I'm I calling you a com- fool. I'm calling you a comedian. A comedian. And that's why I'm siding with Chris Rock because you don't do that to comedians. Otherwise, we revolt. Yes. Oh, yes. shit. Anyway. Anyway, so, yeah. Look, I give what? it a two out of five of a movie that I haven't seen. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. And I have no intention of seeing. Spending money on that. 
<laughs> and now for my next drink. Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, with that review of Morbius out of the way, um, I think it's now time. Yes. For the moment. Oh. The segment. The thing. The section. The, the what? The part. Of. The place. To. The spot in the show we the- like to call. Popcorn culture. Some about um, Egyptian gods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that's what you were doing. <laughs> yes. Schnickly schnick. Yes. It's popcorn culture time. Um, speaking of Egyptian gods, of course, of course, we are here this week to discuss and review episode one of Moon Knight. It's finally here. Uh, yeah, episode- I haven't seen this either. Fucking hell, man. April yeah. Fool's. Ha, got you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that was a podcast called Fred. Yay. Um, short one, but a good one. Short, shorty, but a goodie. No. Um, yes. Episode one uh, dropped this week. It's called The Goldfish Problem. Uh, it's a very interesting title. Um, so basically, yeah, we're going to discuss this as we tend to do with our MCU shows as they come out. Um, but I will kick us off with Folia's, uh comments on this one uh which i'm excited uh she kind of teased to me earlier before we recorded (laughs) how this was going to go so i'm excited to read this all right here we go fulia says uh in parentheses as i'm watching the episode the cold open made the soles of my feet hurt yes (laughs) that was that was that was a lot wasn't it (laughs) that's when i knew that this is probably going to be something Completely different, and I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a very clever way to set the tone uh, of the show by having the cold open be, you know, showing showing the, the antagonist of the series um, and introducing him in a way without sh- even showing his face, but, like, seeing him do that to himself. He means business. He means business. He's not. He's not here to fuck spiders. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a cult leader, but maybe he, a cult leader. Well, he's doing it. If you being a cult leader is you're doing it for nefarious reasons, and considering he, this is the first thing that we see him do to himself. Yep. He's all in for it. He's all in. Go hard or go home. Yeah. He's go Charles hard. Manson. He's Charles Manson. Yes. My hero. Not really. No. <laughs> um, Fulia goes on to say, uh, again here, in parentheses, at the end of the episode, <laughs> wow, in capital letters, going into the show, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it uh, much, but that pilot just blew my ever-loving mind. Oh, <laughs> nice, Fulia. That's awesome. I am a sucker for ancient Egyptian mythology. So am I. Um, very cool. It started off as Stephen with a V being, <laughs> the, being the loser. And as the episode progressed, I became more and more entertained. I was trying to analyze the scenes at the beginning with his sleeping routine to discover that he was doing that for himself because he thinks he sleepwalks. Uh, but then I got sucked into the story and stopped analyzing. The car chase scene was great. 
The moments he would black out and wake up to find that he was holding a gun and other things that uh, happened were brilliant during that scene. It feels like a Venom type of takeover with the voices in Steven's head, but more classy. <laughs> I love, I loved it. Gonna continue watching this. Yay, fully, I loved Yay. it. That's good. I wasn't, sh- I wasn't sure how she'd go, so I'm very, very happy to see that she enjoyed it. Yeah, it is fairly scary. It is a bit dark, yes. Yeah, yeah. And a little bit. more classier than Venom? You say tomato, and you say potato. <laughs> yeah. I want to eat Mrs. Chen. <laughs> we do not eat Mrs. Chen. Um, yeah, no, there are definitely some Venom, Venom-ish vibes with the whole, um, you know... Mm, Voice of Konshu, basically. Yeah. Um, the going Moon on. God. The Moon God, yes. No, I'm really cool to... I'm, like, really excited to get into this... Um, uh, the ancient Egyptian sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, the mythology. Like, it's, you know, um, basically just confirming that uh, the Egyptian gods are were actually a thing in the MCU. They actually existed. Um, we get a few references to them throughout this episode obviously Konshu is one of them if we haven't figured that out yet yeah. um he's voiced by uh f murray abraham who's a fantastic actor um uh, so i'm looking forward to hearing more of that spooky voice again um and, and then yeah i guess the main the, the story of this seems to be uh obviously um uh ethan hawke's character uh arthur harrow um, is uh, trying to uh, locate or bring about the uh, the god Amit or Amit uh, into our world so they can uh, eat all of our souls, essentially. Um, yeah. yeah, head of a body. Was it head of a body, torso of a lion, and the butt of a hippo? Something to that effect. Yeah. I think there's also an alligator in there somewhere too. I yeah, think. head of an alligator. Head of an alligator, yeah. Hum- part of a human body and then, yeah, lion lion bits in there too. Yeah, just this amalgamation of creatures. Um, but yes, Amit um, eats eats the dead, essentially. Um, so Dare yes. I say Death Eater. Death Eater, dare we say Death Eater. Um, so, uh, Harrow is trying to bring, bring Amit forth and is using, uh, Amit's powers to, um, basically... Judge people. Judge people and probably make Amit more powerful because a lot of, like, a lot of the way gods kind of work in, in, in fiction and, and in just in, I don't know, mythology in general is that the more people that believe in them, the more power they get. Yeah. Um, so... It's like Freddy yeah. Krueger. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's why Freddy yeah. Krueger is better than Jason Voorhees. Whoa! Oh, snap. Nice. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> you feel better now? I feel better now. Nice. Yeah. Good. Something um, about milk. Something about <laughs> I can't remember what that ad was about. Uh, some kind of health insurance, I think. Anyway. Um, yes. So, I forgot what I was saying. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring bring forth the Amit. Yes, 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 and yeah. So we get this really creepy scene um, where we see 
Arthur Harrow's powers on display where he's, he seems to be, I, I suppose, uh, imbued with Amit's ability um, in the same way that Konshu has kind of taken over um, our lovely um, our protagonist. Mark, Mark slash Mark, Steve. Mark, Mark slash Steven. Um, so in that in that sense, because yeah, we have that love. Like I really like that creepy scene of like you know the scales on the wrist and judging mm. the, the souls of the of of the followers of of Amit. That was that was really interesting um, and very cool. Ethan Hawke is creepy as shit. Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I was watching it. it with my wife. I said, "Hey, that's that's Kevin Bacon." He's like, "What? That doesn't look like Kevin Bacon." And then there was actually a shot that kind of looked like Kevin Bacon. Like, oh yeah, that's Kevin Bacon. So I convinced my wife, uh, it, it's Kevin Bacon. Did you watch it on April Fool's Day? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just fooling and stuff. You're just fooling. Um, what did you think of um, of Arthur Harrow in this episode? Our 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 antagonist for the series. Or, um, sympathetic bad guy maybe yeah i mean maybe i'm all all about the coming of judging people because people need to be nice and if your heart weighs more than a feather then you know fuck you because <laughs> that's a trial isn't it yeah 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 um yeah i really enjoyed it and especially he was the first thing that we see uh quote unquote and yeah i'm all for it um with I'm not that I'm not that uh, into e- Egyptology, um, but my sister is, so I know secondhand knowledge, like bits and pieces, but not much. So, so going into this mo- uh, go- movie, going into this uh, TV show, and actually having a self crash course into Egyptology is also also cool as well. So I can actually come in like pretty 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 new, pretty green into the sort of um um uh, uh mythological way that they're sort of doing this and it's kinda cool because I like the sort of uh, uh gods and, and all that and how they're sort of uh putting them into the MCU. I mean we've seen this before with like Thor and all that and also the Eternals. Uh I actually quite like that aspect of, of the Eternals as well. Not necessarily, you know, um, a strong movie, but it's good because I recently rewatched it and I sort of got more out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely better on a rewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Especially if you got the captions on, um, <laughs> and how they're because di- all their all their characters are sort of uh, more um, uh with this sort of uh, Greek and more um, Europe sort of ta- take on their their mythology and how this one's taking place to more more um, more of the East. So so yeah, I'm I'm really re- really really getting into it. Yeah, I I I was a bit skeptical at, at first because <laughs> I don't know anything about Moon Knight. I, I just know the joke is like ah, it's basically Batman. And essentially he is. And a lot of people were saying, well, they sort of changed the character of Steve. He was meant to be like the sort of Bruce Wayne, sort of multimillionaire, um, uh, billionaire. Th- 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 I can't say that word. You know, 
Philanthropist, the, yes. Philanthropist, yes. I can't say that word, shit. Uh, but but they sort of changed the character into what, what he is, and um, I'm really enjoying Steve because essentially Steve is not the main uh, no. personality. No, Mark which was is. really cool. And I really... Yeah. I, <laughs> I saw... I was a bit skeptical on this uh, Isaac doing a, a, a British accent. It sort of sounds like he, he's doing his best impression of Martin Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Sort of that cadence, but but um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. What about you, Kendall? Um, yeah, that just made me think of latest gators. Later, Gators. Who's, Later, Gators. Who fucking says that? After <laughs> this. Ma- <laughs> I can't wait for... Uh, uh, Show on your shoes for your governor. <laughs> and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah, apparently Stephen Grant says that. Um, yeah. Look, I, Down yeah, the I, apples and pears. I, I like... Like, part of me, I'm conflicted about the fact that we have no idea what's going on because part of me really likes that, that yeah. it's, it's, it, the show's really drawing you in by only giving you Stephen's perspective on what's going on um, without really explaining what the fuck is, like, any just, you know, because um, we have a lot of scenes that I really like that were really interesting where we have these sharp cuts from one moment to the next where clearly some time has passed and things are different. Um, and Stephen is, you know, obviously Mark has taken over and now Stephen's back. And we're only getting, we're only getting Stephen's perspective on the events of the episode. Yeah. Um, until the ending. So um, I had this theory and I don't know if it's going to be true or not, but I think it's really cool. I would love to see episode one as episode two, but from Mark's perspective. So we get to see him in action during the parts. Like, what was going on when Stephen was not in the picture? You know, when how how did how did Mark get in, get the scarab beetle, and all of that stuff? How is he? You know, like I would love to see the other side of that. I don't know if they're yeah. going to do that. Um, it would be interesting, but yeah. But- if I want to be devil's advocate, I, I don't think they're probably gonna do that. No, I don't think I don't think so. I just yeah, I just thought it would be cool to, as a nice like kind of one two <laughs> sort of thing, a nice balance to just as a clever way to explain yeah. what's actually happening. But based on trailers that they've put out for Moon Knight, it does seem that oh, we're going to be getting some flashback stuff um, to how Konshu possesses Mark Spector because apparently Mark Spector dies. And then Khonshu brings him back. Resurrects, yeah. Resurrects him, um, and then uses him as his vessel, essentially. Um, his avatar. So, yeah, <laughs> avatar. Yeah. There was a lovely, a lovely avatar joke in the episode. I yeah, it was, was very funny. Um, With the blue people. The blue people, or the anime, apparently. It's not an anime. Um, it's not an anime. <laughs> Even I'm not an avid anime uh, watcher, but avid watcher. But even I know that. that you know that. Anime. Yes, yes, not an anime. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, the only, the only kind of negative thing about the episode I will mention is that I think the visual effects were kind of lacking. Yeah, that car chase scene was a bit was bad. Dodgy, but it was. It is dodgy. a TV show. It's I I know, but like it's a Marvel Studios production and. Ah. 
they spare no expense, generally. Yeah, yeah. So I was a little disappointed um, in just how bad the CGI looked during that car chase scene. Um, so I don't know what that's about, but I is what it is. It didn't like ruin it too much for no. me. Like, I, st- I still enjoyed it because you know you've got. Oscar Isaac just being chaotic as fuck, driving this ice cream truck, essentially, or cupcake van, whatever it was. Um, Hershey's, no, not Hershey's. It wasn't Hershey's, it was some... Hostess. Is that is that the American I, uh, equivalent? Where you get Twinkies and Ding Dongs and whatever? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was... It was a German cupcake brand. Anyway. Oh, German. Um, <laughs> German. Um, yeah, but I've, it was a great setup because, yeah, you've got him being just this... In, in, insanely funny, you know. He has no idea what's going on, but he, and he's reacting to it very well. Very com- like the comedic timing is is quite nice. Yeah. Um. And then you know, and it was a good like to have the music. You know, have Wham playing "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go." I thought was pretty funny. Um. Sort of rubbed me up the wrong way. It's yeah. Like, really. I, I I mean I sort of get it because with the lyrics and that "Wake Me Up Before I Go Go" and he's sort of waking up and and shutting down at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, so it was enjoyable, and but yeah, I think I preferred. I think my my favorite moment of the episode actually was um, when you know Stevens found his way into the village, and he's got his hood up, and he's hiding from the the Goonies um, as they're trying to look for him, and um, and then <laughs> of course um, Harrow is pretty quick to what's going on. And then he just, they do, he does this thing to like, you know, signal to his followers that they need to respond with the correct phrase and bow down and all that stuff. And then immediately <laughs> Steven's still standing and he realizes straight away he's fucked up and he, and he just goes, Oh, bollocks. And just this, so I just, just really tickled me the way he delivered the dialogue. <laughs> um, and the whole, like, you know, I'm trying to give you the scarab, but I can't stuff that was yeah that was very clever um you'll give him nothing yes yeah so it was good and as far as like the some of the horror elements i enjoyed the scenes where Konshu was kind of scary like yeah when we're we're looking at him like yeah that lift the lift sequence in the hallway and stuff was was done really well i Mm. thought um yeah. So, um, any other thoughts on on Stephen Grant, uh, on Mike, or are there is there anything like anything particular you want to touch on with the episode? Um, well, Stephen Grant, it, good um, depiction of a pathetic character, <laughs> and um, hopefully that's just uh, an intro to. Uh, to to Mark really, I, I, I think so. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna like have a, a whole episode of of Steve again because yeah. <laughs> you can't have that all the time. Um, and he, and even Contru didn't like him either. No, him oh the idiot, the idiots back, oh, or the, the idiots, idiots in charge. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, there's not really much else. Uh, um, it does. Uh, they were trying to get a feel of um, 
like Fight Club with the sort of split personality sort, sort yeah. of stuff as well. But yeah. there's a TV show that came out like a while back with a Jason Nesbitt um, uh, called Jekyll. If you if you've seen that, it's a it's sort of um, it, it's done by Stephen Moffat, who also did. Um, uh-huh. Uh, well, I think Mark Gatiss did, uh, helped with that as well. But it was before Sherlock and, of course, before ah, Doctor Who. Right. Where they they um, they took the story of uh, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and, mm-hmm. and they updated it into modern times. And it was sort of similar of what, what um, uh, Steve was doing. With sort of chaining himself to to the bed, and because because he wasn't sure if he was uh, moonlighting or or, or um, uh, sleepwalking or anything mm. like that, and then he sort of uh, finds out that he is a completely different person when he when he sleeps, and that's Mister Hyde and Jekyll, and and uh, yeah. So it sort of reminded me of that and how and how they hmm. um, how they sort of um took sort of elements from that. Uh but it also reminded me uh in in uh, Moonlight I really like sort of the shots of uh different of the mirror perspectives as well. Oh, it's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, 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 with the with the sort of uh mirroring in the puddles as well and yep. and how it, it's very cool. It was different. And that shot with um, uh, with the golden statue guy, uh, whose name's Crawley, by the way. So oh, we don't Crawley. know the name yet, but uh, but uh, it was in the credits and also uh, all the videos that I've been watching to prepare oh, cool. prepare for this. Uh, his name's Crawley, and he <laughs> nice. he's sort of like the um, he, he sort of hel- helps um Mark with his sort of um detective work and all that so we don't know that yet but uh with that shot of uh we of the ups it the shots upside down but we think uh the top bits uh no we think the bottom bits the the um puddle but it turns out the top bits the puddle so we've been watching it upside down and i really quite like that sort of aesthetic same and and how mirrors affect uh how a mirror Mirrors are actually the um, is is a theme, and that's how we get to see Mark interact with Steve at the end of it. Yeah, he's getting chased by the uh, terror dog. I don't know why. <laughs> I like to call it a terror dog, and he completely wails on him. It's like, oh, poor puppy. Oh, poor puppy. Um, I yeah, I loved that all as well. The all the stuff with the mirrors is so clever. Uh, it's visually really cool. It keeps you guessing, and it just obviously goes into the theme of split personalities and mm. you know mirror selfs and all of this stuff. And then, of course, with yeah, seeing Mark in the mirror, like you see him earlier too, with the reflection as Steve's walking through the museum. Yeah, and Mark stops walking yeah. at one point. Um, that and was also, cool. yeah, and also the mirror in his house where you, you only see a silhouette, yeah. silhouette of yeah. him. And yeah. what's really cool is someone actually picked out when he finds the flip phone and he call, calls the person on the phone. Uh, he doesn't 
he doesn't have that interaction with Mark until the person on the other line actually says says his name, Mark. Mm. So it's sort of like a break break into the psychosis of this is your real self. And yeah, I actually quite like that sort of thing. Yeah, and I actually haven't yeah. seen Fight Club. You haven't seen Fight Club? I've never seen Fight Club. No, oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a very good movie. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be curious to know if you'd like it or not. Um, I think I think you might. Mm, maybe. It's inter- It's interesting. Like mm. it's yeah, but it is very very good. Um, but yeah, no, I loved like that was probably. Aside from the bollocks moment, that was probably my my favorite part was seeing Mark and Steve talking with each other through the mirror. Um, that was that was really cool. And then of course, you know, we don't see like they're clearly saving the transformation of Mark slash Steven into Moon Knight, the full proper outfit. Uh, I think they're saving that for another time because we didn't really get to see. We saw the beginnings of the transformation happening, but we didn't. Yeah. And then we saw the final product. So they're really saving some of these reveals for later on, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah. sort of see, seen that bit in the trailer. Yeah. Where, where he's sort of yeah. wailing, wailing on the. On the. On the. On the hound. On the hound. Yeah. The Egyptian yeah. dog hound. Yes. Skinny. Skinny. Yeah. Bits of Maloney, all skinny and boony. Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Harry McClary from Domnus and Dairy. Dairy. Oh, my God. Childhood. <laughs> Childhood right there. Um, yeah, I'm just really curious to see where this goes. I'm looking forward to, um, yeah, finding out more about who Mark Spector is, what his deal is, um, and, you know, what what's going on with Conshu and what's yeah all this all this stuff like I'm just yeah it's it's a it was a great setup for yeah. uh, for the series um, this episode yeah well one of the main guys that I've been watching um, is really enjoying it because they're taking more liberty liberties from what the comics were going through so he's mm-hmm. actually being more surprised he he would he's actually surprised that he was. <laughs> He's more surprised in this TV show, mm-hmm. and he actually quite likes that. So he can keep keep everyone on their toes of what's going on. And yeah, I, I really enjoy stuff that I don't know. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be bitterly disappointed. Yes. Yeah. No. It's 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 cool. And it's, if I know too much, I mean, what's what's the point of watching something that you already know? Like Morbius. Hey, I didn't know anything about Morbius going in. No, no, no. I knew what the movie was going to be. Yeah, okay. And then I decided, nah, I don't want to watch it. And that's fine. Yes. You're allowed to make that choice. But am I allowed to criticize if I haven't watched it? No. So I'm not allowed. Honestly, I feel conflicted saying no because because <laughs> it's yeah you yeah it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie. So yeah, am I, I mean, in the wrong? <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, um, Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. Good stuff. Uh, yes. I can't I can't wait for for the rest of it. I'm I'm so excited to learn more about this character and to see Oscar Isaac play. Yes. Um, play it as well is very cool. Mm. Yeah. Well, if we're um, dealing with Egyptian stuff, 
Uh, is there going to be a reference to Apocalypse? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Moon Knight Season 2. Who knows? Yeah. Where, where, um, I, where he plays himself and plays. Yeah. Another Just, movie oh, that I haven't seen yet. Oh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. You never watched it? No, I haven't. Yeah. Or, it's okay. Or Dark Phoenix. Eh, yeah. You're not missing much Dark Phoenix. Um, Apocalypse was okay. There were some moments in there that were all right, but... Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's going to be part of Moon Knight, then it's going to be essential watching, and I'm going to have to watch it because Marvel. But I sort of crushed that sort of mindset because I haven't seen Morbius, but yeah, just a bit. <laughs> it's essential. Well, if I'm going to see the Sinister Six, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe you'll watch it then. Maybe. Uh, uh, but I do know that Michael Keating, the first thing that Michael Keating says is, hopefully the food's okay here. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you say that? Of all the things, of all the, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, Moon Knight, fantastic. Can't wait. Mm. Um, stay tuned for more from us next week on Moon Knight. Awesome. Yes, done. Popcorn culture, done. Wrapped yes. up in a neat little bow. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we go, got a couple of plugs. Uh, a second plug of the episode for the monthly at Winifred's because uh-huh. our episode uh, about the Oscars came out on Wednesday. Go check it out. Um, Fulia, Wayne and myself got together and did some predictions for a few of the categories at the Academy Awards. Um, and then we, uh, returned to the recording just for and I, unfortunately, Wayne couldn't be there, but he was always with us in spirit. Um, and Fulia and I went through the results and to see how we did. Uh, so if you want to know how that went, um, and hear our thoughts on, you know, the, the Academy Award nominated films and the results, um, yeah, please, please check out the monthly at Winifred's. Um, speaking of podcasts though, uh, it's finally here, our craptacular special of Fred Watch. Mm. Uh, this this time, we uh, take a trip to Las Vegas as we discuss Showgirls. Yes. Mm. A very good podcast, if I do say so myself. Uh, it was great, as usual, to get together and discuss uh, a not-so-great film. Um, oh, come on, with, it's better than Morbius. With some great people. Oh, don't. Mm, I'm not getting in that. Int- no, not discussing that. Um, but we had a good time. We had a good time talking about it. So go check it out if you want to hear us uh, share our very honest thoughts on a very bad movie. Yeah, it's that, very, very honest. That that has, you know, the movie itself is not entirely terrible, but... Um, but for the most part, it is. So yeah, uh, it's a good it's a good time. It's a good time. Our podcast. We I enjoy these craptacular specials quite a bit. They're very very good. So um, yeah, you can find those episodes up now on all of the podcasting applications. You can find Fred the Alien on. So get around it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I think that's all she wrote, folks. 
And, and that, that was, was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Yeah, it's time for the Fred plugs. Yes. Uh, remember, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Freddy Alien, you can watch us over at youtube.com slash Productions. Ah. Yeah, I've been a Kemba Richardson. And I've been the movie critic that I haven't seen the movies, but I'll critic, I'll analyse it anyway, Michael Lister. <laughs> yeah, yep. And, and you, you just experienced experience a, a podcast called Fred. Fred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember to eat beef. Look after yourself and your mental health. Yes. Freddy Always. lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and Michael Morbius is a doctor. As well as the Doctor is in Morbius. And did you notice there was actually a lot of references to Eleven with Matt Smith? Really? Yes, because he was the Eleventh Doctor. I know that, but that, where's, where did Eleven come up in the movie? When, he sa- when they're talking about his pain threshold and he says uh, from 1 to 10, he says 11. 11? Okay. Uh, ah, coincidence. And the first time we see him, it, it was at like 11 o'clock or whatever. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, something like that. I don't know. Nice. That's I don't know. Clever. I haven't seen the movie. And I have no intention of watching it. Okay, you keep saying. <laughs> yeah. I just want to ram it in. Just ram it in. Because I'm not going to be talking about this next week. It's fine. I don't. I don't judge you for not watching it. It's totally fine. <laughs> like I said, you're not missing much. No, I'll probably um, be watching it with my wife on date night. Oh well, I hope Sammy likes it. Yeah, I'll just. I'll just. I'll just be there, like just <laughs> melting in the corners, like fucking hate this, fucking hate this, fucking hate this, fucking hate this, fucking hate this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we can get your. Uh, I've seen it now. Reaction. Um, on the podcast, <laughs> I'll just be all crestfallen as I have seen it. <sighs> I don't want to, don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just I reiterate everything I said last week, and let's move on. Yes, um, yes, yes. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Please feel to uh, give us a rating and a review. Uh, like the video on YouTube, um, spread the word of Fred. Um, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... and... See... See...